Oh my god, Cam, you hear about this uh, this OnlyFans ban? Only only fan ban. You hear about this? See this? Did you hear about this? I did. They want to uh, they want to ban all uh, sexually explicit material, Cam. Which for you is a major shame. I've heard that you've actually maybe been able to make some like real financial decisions based on your income from OnlyFans. Certainly, because because now what we're doing is taking applications for OnlyCams, the only platform that's allowing whatever you want. Only, Send it our way. Only cams. We've been pitching this for months now. Early, early on in the podcast, we brought up only cams, and I think now with with you know with the ban of sexually explicit material, us over here at Only Cams, we're like, hey, bring it on. Only exclusively sexually explicit material. That's all we want. Yeah, we, we don't, don't want Floyd Mayweather on there doing. I don't even know what he does. Unless, Why are athletes doing only? Ca- unless fans? Floyd Mayweather wants to hang his dong out for a photo, you're not. He's not allowed on only cams. R. Kelly tried that and see where that landed him. No, but he did it. He he he. he instead of doing it on OnlyFans, he did it in person in front of a mm, minor. Very different. Very yeah. different. People don't like that anymore. Different times. Different times. Different times. Kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's because we're two C's in a pod, two C's just like two C's in a pod, two C's in a pod at gmail.com. Thanks, Cam. Welcome back to the podcast here, folks. You are listening to um two C's in a pod. Podcast hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Cam LeClaire. He's sitting right there. That's me. That's me. And uh, this is episode 84 of the show. 84, uh, Grabowski's number. Yep. As we all know, as long-time listeners Michael of the Grabowski's show, every number. single episode, Cam in- opens up with uh, his favorite um, athlete to wear that, I can that remember. number. Or that I Google at the moment. We'll see. Uh, and this happens every single episode. If you were to go back, you would hear one. 84 of these. Uh, 84. It goes, it goes Ken Dryden. Uh, then the guy who wore number two, and then Danny McGillis, then Bobby Orr, then Chris Chelios? As you can tell, they're mostly hockey players. No, I think Chris Chelios wore 44 at one point. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's podcast. We're here. It's a beautiful Monday. Uh, the weather is cooling down. Uh, I'm wearing a sweater, and, uh, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah, sweaters are nice. I might nice. wear pants to work later today. Call me town. crazy. Didn't they say the heat warning's still in town, though? I, it sure doesn't feel like it. Sure doesn't feel like it. That, I haven't heard, okay, you watch a lot of basketball. Does the heat, like the Miami Heat, do they play on that a lot? Uh, Yeah, I think they do, but insofar that I, I, I can recall, uh, um, you know, for playoff games when they'll give out, like, a free shirt. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll leave a shirt on the back of the seats, right? So everybody can be wearing the same yeah. shirt, so it looks a little more uniform. That's their uh, white hot shirt, you know, so everyone's wearing white. 
Um, I know they I, definitely. I thought heat I, warning sounds fun though. It's like I'm sure they. I'm sure they do with they're in like you know you you know like those things that are during the commercial break when they want the crowd to start cheering. I'm sure yeah. they do something like that. Like hey everybody, time for a heat warning. I'm just like. <sighs> I would think like uh, local radio guys from out of town like. Uh, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks uh, gotta keep their keep their ears to the ground here because we got a heat warning coming in. Yes, LeBron James is he playing for the Miami Heat? Used to, used to. Uh, so this is a call from back then. Coming yeah, into town <laughs> from the early two, 2010s. Early today is early 2010s, <laughs> <laughs> and we're calling a game here. Yeah, I'm Rich Limbaugh. I'm. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You say what? You say his name was? Rich Limbaugh. Okay, perfect. <laughs> What's his real name? I think it's Rush. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Rush Limbaugh's uh, less successful brother out Rich, of the yeah, Milwaukee Rich, region Rich with 200 listeners on average per month. Rich Limbaugh. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it's been a great week here. Been a great week here. Oh, as summer is, it? as summer is coming to a close, we are balls deep here in the month of August. Speaking of balls, Cam, holy shit, do I have a story for you. <laughs> it better involve testicles, Cam. You know uh, it does. Well, yeah, well, why don't you kick off the show? With, why don't you kick off the show with a story? Um, uh, now, coming off the heels of last week's episode, uh, many listeners of the show got to hear uh, the remnants, the befores, the afters. Last week's episode was really, really long, by the way, um, because it was sort of in- inter- interrupted with an old man... Who stole a bike. And who stole Cam's bicycle from him, from his face. Uh, so, Cam, listeners of the show, let's not tarry no further. Uh, we, we got we got to hear follow-up on this. All right. So, um, I talked to you. I talked to Shannon. Everyone that I talked to was like, sir, you just had your bike stolen. <laughs> everyone <laughs> says it. Like, everyone I'm talking to, because there's just there's no context, right? When I tell an old man comes to the door, is like, I want your bike. I'll see you in September. Um, it sounds like I got my bike stolen. I can't sleep at night thinking about it. Like I am just uh, so concerned about it. Um, so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, okay, I'm going to call him at 10 o'clock at his phone number. And I call him and he's like, you want your bike back, don't you? And I'm like, "Ah, I think there was like a misunderstanding. He's like, "Ah, don't worry about it. I thought you were giving me like a piece of shit bike. This one's like an absolute beauty. I can't take this from you. Like, um, so he's like, just come pick it up. He was like, I just don't want to be a burden on you because I'm, I'm like more than that. He's like, I just don't want to take right. I want to be independent. Like, that's my goal. And it's very difficult for me to be independent right now. Um, so me and Shannon walk over to him and she now finally gets to meet him. So now there's actually an interaction other than myself telling. And she's like, oh, he's just the sweetest old man. He's living on like a pension that's not much. And he's just telling me, he's like, I don't have any way to get around right now. And he's telling me all about his financial situation. He's like, I'm thinking about buying a car. I don't know how to use Kijiji. If you know how to use Kijiji, like, you know, let me, let me know. Um, and you know, by the end of it, I'm like, listen, my dad has an old bicycle at the, like up North at the cabin, uh, that no one uses. I'll just bring that back for you. Cause I don't even care if that gets stolen. Like if we just throw a shit lock on there, he's like, that would just mean the world to me. So I'm going to pick him up on next Thursday, get him to his medical appointment. Um, and yeah, it was a su- successful story. And then I walk into his house and he's got a fly fishing rod and I'm like, do you fish? He's like, yeah, I catch brown trout in the, uh, uh, grand river. I'm like, can you teach me how to do that? He's like, I'd love to teach you how to do that. So now I got a new grandpa. 
So now you have now now you have a positive relationship with an old man. Yeah. Wow. This story really uh, took a turn from uh, turn. this man taking advantage of you to. Uh, yeah, just just a misunderstanding. Just a misunderstanding. Right? So I guess yeah, he he had thought that he, he thought I was giving him like he was like, oh, you have a bike that no one's using, and that was the, he thought, and I was like, no, I have a bike that gets used, just. Like, I was on a one-off. He was like, oh, I thought it was like you were giving me a three-speed, all rusted out, but still had wheels on it. Yeah. So, just a misunderstanding. But, yeah, we're cool now. There's some, oh, you're cool now. Yeah. Oh, cool. thank God, Cam, because you were fretting about this. Like I was pretty worried. You were pretty worried. Yeah. I mean, as you should be, I think. Because it was, like, it's a nice bike that I have. I like, mean, literally had new tires on it that I hadn't even, like, gone on yet. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You got to do something nice uh, while kind of keeping your things intact. And like we were saying last week, you have no problem driving this guy to where he needs no, to be. No, I, no problem at all. Because that was his big concern. He's like, I don't want to rely on other people for shit. Makes sense. So, Makes sense. Nobody yeah, does. Like, Nobody it. does. Nobody does. But I'm like, I'd rather help a neighbor. I'll feel good about it. Um, I work from home, so it'll make me feel good. It'll so yeah, feel good, uh, let me so do it. Let me do it. Exactly. Let me post on my Instagram. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's the positive news story of the day. We got a negative one though. So you know how last week? Actually, I don't want to tell you. I got into a volleyball league. Okay, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah, that's good. Back in Muay Thai, so activities way back up. Yeah. Um, Injuries obviously back up as well, <laughs> um, but last week, and uh, viewer discretion here. If uh, your kids are listening, uh, kick them out of the room. I'm sure all your, I'm sure most of our listeners have kids. I'm sure the majority of our audience are children. Our kids, actually. Yeah. So, so um, getting some some specific language here. Um, I noticed that old slobs of the show know this. I noticed one of my testicles felt very heavy and sore. What's up, and old slobs? Cam's balls. What's slobs. up, old slobs? Not pretty scary though. Pretty scary. It, you, wait, wait. The 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 one that is already the, the large, bigger. Yeah, correct. Felt it was hurt, like it was bigger. Swollen, like swollen. Okay. So um, I tell Shannon, I pretty much say, "Can you just look at this to see if this looks swollen too?" She's like, "Yes." She says, like, "God, look, no, it's disgusting." <laughs> she says, "God, put it away. Put it away. Why am I with you? Leave this house." Um, and she's like, you need to like get in touch with the doctor ASAP. Like, it's just something you don't want to fuck around with, right? And I'm getting pain throughout that area. Um, so I get on the phone with the doctor, and they're like, hey, um, you need to get an ultrasound ASAP on it, make sure everything's legit, like everything's fine, and don't really do anything for the next few days, uh, because like just relax. I hate when a doctor tells me to relax. I can't. They're like, Cam, just sit around. Like, don't do anything. Fuck that. I can't. I want to do something. Like, it's the prime. It's getting cool outside. Let me go hit golf balls. Let me go play volleyball. Let me go to Muay Thai. Everything's opening back up. And they're saying, settle the fuck down. So, I uh, have to go on the Thursday morning to go get an ultrasound. But I forget to get my piece of paper, the requisition form. And they tell me, like, if you were to the hospital that your requisition form, you're getting kicked right out. So I bomb over this place that's like opens at 8 a.m. to get like a piece of paper because I threw up my printer because who the fuck prints things ever anymore? Like I mean, twice uh, a year. I mean, it is good. At, exactly. I mean, you know, at that rate, though, is it really taking up that much space? 
I found it is. Yeah, okay. I found it, like on shelves and shit. I just gave I just gave it to someone. Anyway, so yeah, I printed it off, and she was super nice because there was a five dollar minimum. But I think she probably read the requisition form, which said right testicular swelling, and pride, and just went, "Don't worry about this one. You have a good day." Fantastic. And gave it to me for free. Yeah, so I was I like, mean, "All right, we're off, we're off to a good start." Nobody with a swollen nut is having a good day. No, it was no. not a good day. No. So um, I have like meetings during the day that I need to have with work and shit. Ones with like my CEO. Um, and then I'm going to the ultrasound, get that done. Uh, it's always young women doing ultrasounds on your nuts. Every time I've done it. Don't know why. Because you've gotten ultrasound on your nuts a lot of times now. More than once. Um, <laughs> More than the average man, I think. Yeah. Let us know, twoscenespodgmail.com. How many times have you gotten an ultrasound on your testes? More than Cam? Probably not. So she's asking me a bunch of questions, pressing things around. Um, not really comfortable. Not a great scenario, but they were super on time. St. Mary's Hospital, thank you for uh, being accurate to your word. 8.30 appointment and on the table at 8.30. So I get Pan, out. They're pants like, down. Pants down. Yeah. They, they put you in the little, uh, like the, the assless kind of robe thing that ties up. Mm. Oh, that's later. Okay. Um, so they just said, like, take your shorts down. Um, here's a towel. Cover up your junk. But let's see everything below that. Um, more technical language. So cover up the shaft. Cover up the shaft. They said, the base of the penis, please put it under this towel. I said, okay. Great. Um, Did they have a towel with, like, a hole cut in it so you could, like, you know, only no, the balls would pop out? Just okay. a regular towel. Okay. I did appreciate, though, because this, this, like, the last time I did it, they had cold gel for the ultrasound. Not comfortable. <laughs> this time they had warm gel, which was a lot nicer. Okay. Just not as like, ah. Um, anyway, so this goes on, and they're and I tell them, I've seen my doctor two hours about this. Um, when are they going to get the results? She goes, I'm going to stat this because this sounds like, obviously an ultrasound person can't give you results, but she's like, I'm going to try and give this stat at ASAP. So then I go to my doctor's office, uh, meet with her, family doctor. Uh, she's pregnant. So she says, look oh, how big I am. Yeah, I know. And now she's not a family doctor anymore. She's like, I'm going to, like most typical doctor story ever. She's like, look how big I am, pregnant. And I'm like, oh, is that why you're stopping your family practice? She's like, yes, I'm doing this. And then I'm going to have a second baby right after that. And then I'm going to come back to work. I'm like, wow, what a, like, that's such an efficient doctor life. Like I will <laughs> have two babies and then I will work again. Like fun, <laughs> fun, fun. So anyway, she pulls down my pants. She's like, let's see what's going on. And she was like. Oh my God! Has it always been this big? <laughs> this this is my family doctor who says this. This is the woman who has seen your balls for years. Yeah, and is like in she brings in an assistant, brings in an assistant. I she says it's an assistant. I think it's for viewing pleasure. Right? <laughs> you think it was a friend because you saw her. You start for some reason. Your doctor was frantically texting what appeared to be a group chat, uh, and then this uh, and this other person came in. So she um, she starts like poking and prodding, and then I'm I'm kind of telling her where the pain is, and she's like poking in one spot. She's like, Does that hurt? I'm like, that fucking hurts so bad. And she's like, she takes off her gloves. She's like, yeah, bud, you're going to ER. I'm like, why? And she's like, you have a hernia, and it's like it's sticking out, and I can't get it back in. So a hernia, for those who don't know, is a break in your abdomen wall where your intestines are sticking out. So off to ER, and I'm like, what's gonna happen there? She's like few things so 
<laughs> what? Um, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose your balls and cock. <laughs> she tells me she's like, I was pretty gentle with you. The ER doctor's not gonna be gentle with you. Like they're really gonna try and ram your intestines back in, or you're gonna go into general surgery today. General surgery today. I'm like, oh fuck, like this terrible day. So I have to cancel all my work appointments for the day. Now, um, how, what did you say when you had to cancel your work appointments? You say, sorry guys. My balls need to go to the ER. No, I tried to make it like... That's too bad. You should have. Somewhat. I didn't want to make it like sound too urgent, but I was like, hey, I have to go to the ER for the day. Um, I will be okay. Just like cancel on meetings. And everyone's like, okay, like please keep us updated. Because like when you say that, it's like, I don't, they don't know if I'm in a car crash or if like I broke my arm. Right? Yeah, or, or everything in between. Or you're, everything you're going between, yeah. with somebody who... You know, yeah. Either way, not really into their business, but um, I just wanted to let them know, like, today's not the day for meetings. So I get in there, uh, go through all the shabam, see the uh, doctor, and then at the moment, like, get so lucky. He's like, hey, we're going to get you an ultrasound right now. I'm like, no, 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 I got one at St. Mary's this morning. He's like, check. He's like, oh, shit, there it is. Like, what are the chances? Like, it came in at that moment. So he looks around. He's like... You have 110 milliliters of fluid in one of your testicles. So, like, think about how much liquid that is. About that much? About an inch? About an inch worth? Well, it depends if you have a cup or not. Like, depends how deep the cup is. But it's uh. quite a bit. <laughs> so he's like, um, there's that, and then there's also um, a hernia above it, and that you have two centimeters of intestine sticking out of okay. your. And then it's a 12 centimeter break in your abdomen. Wow. That's big. So he's like, we can't put it back in right now. Um, it just doesn't want to go. Like there's something holding it back. So was it gas? Um, was it gas holding it back? I don't know. I, mean, I think they're like your uh, rock hard abs are just too tough. We can't actually like get anything back. In so there. wait, just, have you had a hernia this whole time? small one but i guess it broke that's why so like i've had a small gap but nothing's ever come out of it now it's like i've done something to like pop it out wait 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 but but your ball has been big for years so that's just part of the swelling process like okay so the hernia is above and then below is just like swelling okay that's happening but so you've had a hernia, but you but that means that you've had a hernia for at least six years now uh, for, but that they're kind of related, like, but partially unrelated. Okay. Okay. So okay. Okay. Yeah, okay, it's okay, like okay. It, they're related, but unrelated. Um, like I could have, I could have both or I could have either. Right. Right. Anyway. So that all goes on. And then they're like, Hey, you wait here. Uh, we're going to talk to the general surgeon to see like what we do next, if we're doing this today or if we're going to wait. Now the general surgeon, of course, that little animated, uh, guy in the daytime, he saves you money on your car insurance. Uh, and then, 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 late, then later on in the afternoon, he works on your balls, right? The little, he has like a comical uh, mustache and he wears glasses. Yeah. Okay. Dollar General. Yeah. That's yeah. the guy. I never meet the guy. Um, so, they, I've, like, after like four hours, someone comes, I just go to like a nurse and I'm like, I'm not really sure what I'm waiting for anymore. I was told that a general surgeon was going to talk to me. And then he's like, she's like, oh, no, I, I know you're here. Like, I I don't know either. I'm waiting yeah. for someone to tell me. I'm like, okay, well, at least you know I'm here. <laughs> While there, a guy comes in under arrest, like chains on the on his uh, arms and his feet. Cool. Fully tattooed on his face with the worst tattoos, like Ink Master Nightmare. Nice. Like, 
Um, like and then words uh, or like patterns and. There were some words on there. There was like a diamond on there. There was teardrop, um, teardrop, cross. You know, just like typical bullshit. Nice. Just loaded though, and uh, it was interesting to see someone that was under arrest, like having to get marveled through the hospital, especially because like everyone's looking at you, right? When you have tattoos on your face, plus you're under arrest, and there's two police. Like obviously, I'm gonna stare at you. Yeah, that's a twofer. That's a twofer. Yeah. So that was probably the most interesting person I saw. Um, and then the general surgeon, uh, told the emergency doctor, he comes over, he's like, Hey, um, you're not getting surgery today. Like he, you're going to get a call from their office next week. Um, in the meantime, like you need to relax. I'm like, Hey, what does relax mean? Like I, I have two tea times tomorrow. I'm, can I play golf? And he's like, not a fucking chance. I'm like, okay, well I got a 55 kilometer hike next week. Like, can I do that? He's like, <laughs> no, I'm like, okay, well Muay Thai just started up so I can do it. He's like, no, you're done. Like you're you're cut off, you you just need to fucking relax. So I'm now waiting for a call from a surgeon to get hernia surgery, um, and I can't do anything until then. Like I can't do any form of exercise. Um, yeah, so uh, recovery is going to be once I get it, probably two to four weeks, and then like it's about six weeks until I can like be full back. So I'm pretty uh I'm pretty bummed. I'm not going to be able to do much for the rest of the summer. I'm bummed because I think it'll mean that you no longer have this huge nut. No, no, no. That's staying. Oh, thank God. That's thank most of my friend's God. concerns. Because it, was, I, it was one of your defining characteristics. Dude, I mean, this is the real know, conversation you're a, you're a, you're with a, you're, you're a not quite six foot tall white guy. You fucking blend in. Yeah. Here's actual doctor conversation. He goes... Uh, like obviously I pulled on my pants and he's like I go you'll notice that one testicle is a little larger he goes yeah I noticed <laughs> and then he's like um, do you want to have that removed I go do I have to he goes do you want to have a giant scrotum I go it's not a bad party trick he goes okay I understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I think you keeping the nut is the most important part well, of this it's yeah, because I I asked like what what would I need to do? He's like, you just go to a urologist. Um, it's called a cellu, uh, it's cellu something. I can't remember what it's called, but basically like it's just a fluid sac inside of it. And he's like, you just go to a urologist. They basically make an incision, drain it. And you're good. And I asked the doctor from my ultrasound. I'm like, it did it get bigger or is it just like swelling? And it turns out that last time I checked, I had. 110 milliliters and this time it was like 111 or it was like one or the other so it was like there ha it hasn't actually grown it's just the swelling from the hernia but pretty painful still um everything doesn't feel great can't really lay down well yeah so it's uh, a little bit somber a little bit somber right now a hernia wow cam you're getting old see cam i think there's some things that happen in your life that uh you realize you can't do anymore and, no. uh, you know, maybe there's a lot of parts of your life now that, nope. uh, well, God, Cam, I'm glad that we're able to figure this out. Um, I'm glad we got to the bottom of it. Um, and I'm glad you get to keep the nut, I guess. Yeah, pretty crazy. Which is honestly the most important part. Pretty crazy. I'm pretty bummed uh, that I can't do anything. Like, that's my biggest thing. Everyone's like, are you worried about surgery? You know, one in 200 people die under anesthetics. I'm like, I'm really? worried that I can't. Yeah, that feels like a um, lot. <laughs> I know. That feels uh, like a lot. That's that's like a half a percent chance. 
Um, like I think well, I saw I think I saw yesterday out of the uh, out of the whole like city of Toronto, it was like one in thirty five thousand people have had COVID. But one in two hundred people like that's th- those numbers. We were trying to do the, look that up. Those numbers are uh, are a little bit off. Or no, but yeah, if they are, they're on there. Who, well, Cam, I'm glad that uh, you were able to get this sorted. Um, I'm glad that you're. You know, I mean, the pain won't be on your horizon for too much longer, and yeah. uh, you get a cool story out of it. Uh, one thing I that, get a cool story. One thing it, yeah. that I'm looking forward for you, Cam, is that I've never had my balls uh, professionally shaven. I don't think they will. Damn it! I think it'll just be a because, bu- like, the problem is not. Uh, oh yeah, I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like between like, your belly button like, and your junk. Yeah, exactly. So it's Damn. the right of that. And well, like, you, you know, can, if, I mean, you know, if you were to see it right now, like it is swollen they, and there's they, a lump it, there. Wherever wherever the lump is, though, you will get shaven there. Uh, so yeah. you know, if there is, you know, kind of a little bit of excess hair, uh, you know, maybe the hospital in cahoots with Manscaped. So uh, keep an eye out for me if I go on. Uh, I don't think they'll give me Percocets, but uh, yeah, let's see if uh, they definitely we won't that. give you Percocets. You might get some T3s and then they'll send you home. <laughs> yeah, it's probably. fucking it's, Canada. It's day what surgery. Do you, what yeah. do you think we are? Yeah, we don't have an opioid crisis here. We're not in Afghanistan. What? Did I tie those two things together? Who knows? Um, so, yeah, that's my. Uh, that was my week. Wow. Something else. That's why I told you, Cam. I got nothing to do today. <laughs> I, I like it's so, I'm so pissed off about it. I just can't. I, I had so many things I want to do. I don't even know what they were. Go for a four hour bike ride, go play golf. Well, Cam, I think one thing that you have to, uh, one of the positive notes that you do have to find there is that you do not work a physically intensive job. That's, I was thinking about this. If I too. was in your yeah. position, I would not be able to work for six weeks. Yeah. So let's let's think about the positives. Let's look at the positives. You get to sit on your ass and answer phone calls, and get paid for it while you know, kind of going through this recovery and all those sorts of things. That's a good point. You have a partner who can walk the dog and cut the lawn if need be. You have you have the support system. Yeah. So we're good there. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to, any of the listeners want to come visit me, be appreciated. Wow. Um. Anyway, I got a new game for us. New game. New game. Let's bring it up, baby. All right. Um. I haven't think thought of a name for this one yet. I'm thinking like, um, something to like know know that song, know that lyric, something like that. Because this game all revolves around. We all know the songs. We all love them. But when I ask you, Cam, do you know them? I think we might get a little bit of a different answer, Cam. I'm going to give you a lyric, I'm going to give you the verse of it, and then at one line, I'm going to give you three options for what is the real lyric. Okay? Okay, 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 okay. All right, so I we're going to start off... I think this was a game show hosted by I think Wayne it was. Brady. Uh, I think it was as well. I was thinking about this. Okay. So the first one is the song One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies, and I know you know this verse, Cam, so let's see how well you know it. I don't know. Okay? There's some there's some listeners of the show who know this uh, who know this song much better than I do, and if I falter, I will hear about it, but let's, uh, I can't wait. So, oh, let me pause it there, because I need to hear it too, because the, the, the lyrics are so weird to it. Chicken to chicken, the Chinese chicken, have your drumsticks and their brain stops ticking, watch the next, you can sing it with me, Cam, because we're not there yet. Watch the next files when the light's on, we're done with maze on, I hope the smoking man's in this one. Keep going. 
Um, you know where I'm going with this, right? I, 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 well, I, I need to wait. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're doing amazing. I hope it's making this one. Like Harrisor, I'm getting frantic. I'm like Sting. I'm getting tantric. Like Snickers, guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosaka, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I swear they'd be samurai. Next line. You're not oh, even, no. you're not, you're reading the lyrics and you're not even yeah, getting yeah. it right. <laughs> oh, I know. Like Skywalker got a big hunch. Hey, that's my lunch. Yoda's got a really old guy. Gotta get, oh, here we go. Next line. Because this is a little bit deeper in there, Cam. Next line. Um, got to get a better set of friends. Got to get a better set of clubs, or got to get us. Got to get a better set of buds. Okay, so we need to so rewind. We need to back it up. Yeah. So hey, that's my lunch. Yoda's a really, really old guy. I'm gonna get a set of better friends. Set a better clubs or get a set of better buds. So like Kurosawa, I mad films. Okay, I don't make mad films, but if I swear they'd be samurai. Still like wrong. Skywalker got a big hunch. Hey, that's my lunch. You know, has got a really old guy. Got a set of. Got to get a set of better. What? Buds, clubs, or friends? I'm gonna say clubs. Clubs. Correct answer. Lyrics are, I got to get a set of better clubs, going to find the tiny nubs, just so my arms are always flying off the backswing. Yeah, you, uh... You, you, <laughs> that one's tough. That, that I didn't do that, that one, one well is because... Tough. That, that one is tough. Because it's so, like so films, much stuff. I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. That's it, yeah. All right, cameras. Moving on to the next one. We got three today. Um, this one, everybody knows. Um, this one, I think mid 2000s something like that it's everybody's favorite um 2000s rapper Lil John and the East Side Boys we all know the song get low uh, a fan favorite at the turret <laughs> big right. big shout out ready for this so yeah, sure. uh verse 2 shoddy crunk so fresh so clean can she fuck that <laughs> the question been harassing me in the mind, this bitch is fine. I done came to the club about 50, 11 times. Now, can I play with yo dandelion? Nope. Can I play because that ass is fine? Nope. Can I play with your pantaline? Can I play with your panty line? Security guard say I need to calm down. No, security guard gonna sweat me now. Sweat me now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, you nailed that one. It was panty line though. I got that one. Got that one. Okay. Wow. We're we're uh, you're two for two already. Pretty impressive. Now, I always thought it was dandelion personally. Yeah. So there, there's there's a huge edit difference between the club version and then the version that was the title song for Need for Speed Underground, the video game. Which is a great uh, game. So there's a lot of, like, the lyric that were changed so it could be, you know, like a PG-friendly game or whatever. So maybe they did change it to Dandelion in the uh, in the game version. Maybe. Maybe that's why I knew it. All right, Cam. Our third song is a song by Rough Trade. I feel like you might know this one. You might not. High School Confidential. This one, Bill? Yeah. It's like a high school, a high school confidential you yeah. know that one yeah yeah okay so here is the verse what's the principal doing with her who's that guy 
Is he screwing with her? What's her perfume? Tigress, Buffer Birch. Last line. In my dreams, she makes me scream when she comes my way. B. She makes me cream my jeans when she comes my way. C. Through the steam, I make her scream as she comes my way. Yeah, this is a total guess. Um, and just because it's f- so much more outlandish than the other ones, I gotta say cream my jeans. That is the answer. Yeah. Three for three. The lyric is, <laughs> she makes me, it makes me cream my jeans when she comes my way. This is, this is played all over the radio. Keep an eye out for the third verse of the song. Yeah, well, there's a lot of those class. It's really funny. There's a lot of those classic rock songs or songs that you would find on Q107 uh, that are not edited, and they came out before editing existed. So, like retroactively, they are not edited, right? Like, she told me to come, but I was already there. What one's that from? Yes, you shook me all night long by ACDC, which 97% of their lyrics are just about coming and boners. Nice. And rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> so, so, you know, back in whatever, 1981, when the album came out, nobody was like, yeah, we're, we don't need to make a radio edit. This is just the song. Uh, well, also, what's the one? Um, who are you? Uh, who the fuck are you? Like, that's on Q107. Yeah, they'll say, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Yeah, there's they'll probably do a bunch more. Yeah, there's probably a bunch more. Well, that was a lot of fun, Cam. Uh, do you know? Which is maybe the name of the segment. Uh. <laughs> I mean, we can we can work on it. I I yeah, you nailed it. I mean, you crushed it. I thought I'd I thought I'd definitely have you with the dandelion pantaline. No, I I know that one. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. And then the chicken to chicken the Chinese chicken. Chicken to China the Chinese. Because I know you knew the beginning part of that. I didn't know if you knew the end part of that. Also, the Weird Al version of that song, too, is also another good one, which leads us um, into uh, our notes for the week. Oh, my God. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Wow. Okay. We're we're playing it backwards. Well, you kicked off with a story, and then you went straight to Do You Know, and then I was like, hey, man. You know, I'm not going to interrupt Cam and have Fair listeners, uh, you know, I listen to our our verbal spats. But of course, um, just like the Bare Naked Ladies had one week, Weird Al had his own version uh, off of the, um, uh, off parodying the show Jerry Springer. As we all know, it's been one week since we got to see cheating lovers and cousins that married. Five days since they had the show, but the hermaphrodite, the slut, and the crack hoe. Um, but, uh, Cam, last week we were asking ourselves the question, um, uh, the legitimacy to Jerry Springer, where I came out and said that, like, it's a thousand percent fake, there's absolutely no realness yeah. to it, where, in fact, it appears as though it's almost, like, 50-50, uh, found a few reports uh, by people who did the in-depth uh, reporting that, or rather, no, we had our interns do the in-depth reporting, reach out to former contestants, former people from the Jerry Springer show, uh, where it turns out um, that candidates actually call in their stories, and if it's interesting, aka raunchy, enough, the show will most likely be interested in booking you. You would call your story and say... I'm sleeping with my blank. Right. Right? And then, okay, let's get all everybody's number involved. Apparently, it's quite easy to call in. 
make up an outlandish story and have them approve it, even if it is just oh, so for is the, is the fake part there just like so it's I call in with a bogus story and I kind of like work from there. So it's real in the sense that they don't find these people. These people reach out to them, but not okay. so real in so far that. They verify stories. You know, so, uh, you know, we've, uh, a couple of reports online would say um, about people being reached out to. You know, like, you get a phone call one day, and it's like, hey, this is a producer over at Jerry Springer. Do you know this person? And they'll go like, yeah. He's like, oh, okay, do you want to come on the Springer show? Here's how much you get. And right. then you can choose yes or no. But it appears as though uh, it's hard to say whether or not how many of the stories are actually real. Or not, but uh, some people would guess that maybe about 50% of it is real. People, uh, producers seek out, you know, the drama um, and these these candidates, you know, to add fuel to the fire. They encourage guests to get into physical altercations, knowing that there's security guards there, so no one will be, you know, actually hurt. Uh, and that's... You know, it's so so sort of take it with take it with a grain of salt. But when it comes to the issue of Maury, which is very important because we did we did wonder ourselves, is there a difference between these two kind of shows? Maury, the actors or the people on the stage do not get paid. However, they do get a they'll um, the Maury show will pay for their trip there, a hotel, a bit of a per diem, you know, for food and expenses. But then yeah. the service that they get is one that they they need or want anyways. They're looking for paternity tests. They're looking yeah. for lie detector tests. These sorts of things where it's like that is that's that's, that's, the real what, that's what your payment is is the paternity test there. Um, and Maury is pretty adamant on that. He's done many AMAs up there on Reddit where he's where he's vehemently uh, telling us that his show is in fact real. Okay, good to know. I mean, who isn't going to say that to boost the ratings, though, on Reddit? You know uh, what I mean? I mean, maybe. I like to picture a man, a man who's, a man who's given his life to paternity tests and lie detectors to the truth. God damn it. His entire show is based around the truth. I believe him. I believe him. You want the uh, top five um, most outraged Jerry Springer plots? Here's a top five. Here are five tips about things. Five ways to be. Five, 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 five ways to be. No, it's just a top five. Real quick five. Wow. Give it Man to marries a horse. The Kung Fu Hillbilly. A sex worker loses her teeth. Mother daughter domination. And breaking the sex record. So is this just the top, like, the little, like, banner headlines at the bottom of the, uh, of the Jerry Springer episode? Um, this is just the Jerry Springer turn show, show turns 25, the top 10, top 10 most outrageous moments. I like man marries a horse personally. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should do a deep dive. Maybe this should be our next show. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Instead of watching like a weekly episodic show. No, we just watch 25 seasons, 25 years worth of Jerry Springer. Uh, naked peekaboo is on there. Chopped off his own manhood. I cut my own legs off. <laughs> you slept with my stripper sister. My yeah, stripper's little... sister. Wait, I you slept with my stripper sister. So I think. My oh, my sister stripper is, is sister. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was your stripper. 
<laughs> and then they slept with that person's sister. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I would also be curious about. I'm happy I cut my own legs off. That seems like a good bit. Yeah. Seriously. Jesus Christ. Cameron. Okay. What? Where do we go from here? <laughs> Where do we go from that? Oh, no, Cam. Uh, I mean, God, I could sit here all day and talk to you if that's what you really want. No, I got nothing to do. Exactly. You've got nothing to do. So let's move on to the show. Uh, let's move on the show then, shall we? Because uh, okay. we have, uh, I mean, now we're two weeks into it. Knight Rider yeah. is in the rear view mirror. Um, and, uh,. And it's time that we move on to our next show. You know we're watching MacGyver, so I think it's time for another... MacGyver and Five. MacGyver and Fiver. Ma 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 MacGyver and Five. It's time for MacGyver and Fiver. MacGyver and Fiver. It's time for MacGyver and Fiver. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'm cracking us off this week. Uh, the Golden Triangle is the episode. Cam, did you get any of the broadcast dates? I know you like to do that. It was the uh, fall of 1985. Oh, what a year. What a year. That's what the a year, year that uh, Jerry year. Seinfeld, or sorry, um, I think that might have been the same year as uh, Chopped Off His Own Man had displayed, or it came out there. Yeah, you think so? Um, you think so? Maybe. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Um, Let's go. Mac episode two. MacGyver episode two. Starting our timers in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, just so you know, folks, uh, this one is a little bit longer on the split here, but we're going to make it quick. It opens with MacGyver at the junkyard surveying a shady deal occurring where a few men are exchanging a briefcase. Mac uses the giant magnet, as you see in those scrapyards, to scoop up the briefcase in a gun. And as soon as you know it, the chase is on because Mac only comes in with a plan to start, not to exit. His plan falls flat on his face as a bad guy punches him in the face, traps him in a car, handcuffs him, and puts him into the car smasher. We didn't get any details on what that thing's called. Max slides into the trunk and uses a crowbar to pry his way out, escaping while the baddies think he's dead. Do they come up later? Who knows? Or is this a cold open? While they are leaving, he ambushes them for a final time and uses the forklift to pick up the car and apprehend the bad guys. This is just the cold open. This is just to get MacGyver going. Holy shit. Alright, now we're going to Burma uh, because there's a mission going on there where there is a lost capsule with toxic material that could be extremely dangerous if released. I think possibly a military aircraft crash down there. In Burma, Mac witnesses some human trafficking going on and rescues a friend named Chen, a child uh, laborer who works in the poppy fields who works under forced labor. Uh, Chen brings him to the side of the airplane crash where the canister has disappeared. Uh, but he is caught by the military leader there. Uh, not a general, but one of the military leaders. He is then interrogated uh, by the general who comes in, uh, flies in, who runs all these people. The general tells him that him as well as all the slaves that he'll be back in five days to pick up the harvest from the poppy fields. Uh, in the meantime, Mac will suffer and probably die according to the general. They hang Mac out on a crucifix style grid in the baking hot sun uh, to wait there. Mac runs into Chen, who secretly gives him a pocket knife to escape. 
Uh, once the new guard comes, Mac attacks the both guards out after he's escaped the crucifix-style jail cell uh, and makes a bolt to the compound. To create a distraction in the compound, Mac opens up the pig hut and lets them all loose, causing confusion as everyone is running around. Mac secures the capsule, which is hiding under a tarp, using an inflatable boat and a stick flare to create an explosion, creating enough distraction to steal a jeep, blow it up with another stick flare, and pretty much run everyone else off in the compound, um, including all the military guys out of town. Then he sees the villagers, thinking he's a hero, but then he learns that the general will still return, and the, gen the people think they are all doomed. Go ahead, Cam. So by now, the residents of the town have now all stolen the guns of all the bad guys, and they have a perfect English conversation with MacGyver. It's weird that all these uh, residents from uh, from small-town Burma can speak perfect English, um, but Mac decides to leave them and go home, because he also had himself a uh, job to do. Um, while Mac is going to get in a chopper, the little boy with the hat is absolutely bawling his eyes out when Mac leaves, but he pulls the old switcheroo on us again, and uh, he's gonna come back to save the day, because guess what, folks? Finally, a white man can save us from all of our problems. Mac agrees to teach the town how to fight, but not with guns, so he puts them all to work on his plan. Puts them to work almost like slaves? We all we also get a gas uh, made of fire ash and rice alcohol that will hopefully smoke out the bad guys when the bad guys come back. Uh, Mac tries to reason with them, but of course it doesn't work. We drop snakes onto a few of them and we steal their car. We got uh, the old car falling into a hole in the ground trick, but it was actually a fake out from a fake hole. Uh, this was our third switcheroo of the episode. We get a fallen tree with a gun attached to it to take out the tires of one of the cars. Mac slaps the little boy on the ass. Uh, we get our big smoke bomb finally, which takes out all the rest of the uh, bad guys. Just then a chopper comes down and is spraying us with bullets. This is when Mac finds some cable and a crank attached to a car. He jumps up to the chopper like Captain America and he attaches the cable onto the chopper and it turns out actually the guy in the chopper is our is our drug lord, is the main main bad guy and this, this helicopter is no match for the little, I don't know, maybe 18 gauge cable and the crank combo as Mac cranks the chopper down. Uh, right then him and the our bad guy drug lord fight for a little bit until the drug lord falls on to his own sword, killing himself, keeping Mac's death toll at zero, which I believe that we should, uh, we should, we should, uh, you know, kind of keep track of that. Uh, he saves the day, all thanks to MacGyver. Okay, we did it in short time. I thought we did short uh, time. That was another sure, fan yeah. that was another fantastic episode. Just so much going on. There like, was a lot going on. One thing yeah. I, you know, it's the uh, there's actual like there was actual like a heart compelling element of this story to it uh, i do like i do like how the women are definitely gonna be like just episode by episode and not continuation you like, like that it's like a james bond thing i love it yeah i mean who needs a who, need, who needs someone hanging on episode and i episode, guess i gotta right? say out of all these my favorite uh little macgyver ism was probably the crank at the very end there the crank with the uh the cable onto the chopper 
Uh, just just because th- that that <laughs> that was the most outlandish out of all of them. And uh, I mean, I thought the stick one. flare to blow up a jeep. You like the stick know, flare? Little, hey, hey! Well, well, I don't know. I just thought it was a little much. We're that, each gonna have like, our we're, we're each gonna have our own favorites. But then again, folks, remember, Ma- uh, MacGyver's death toll is currently sitting at zero. Who knows? Hopefully, he can get to one by the end of the season. Uh, I don't know. I think those two guards. I mean, he gently put a punch in their stomachs, and they both seem to just be like, oh, and just you know, fall flat. Like, yeah, we'll say that. I love action movies for that. It's just like, it's like, oh. No, we'll say, no, that's a knockout. That's a knockout. We'll say that's a knockout. Yeah. Yeah, because unless, like, it's like a gun to the head. (laughs) It's, you know. I mean, I think a gun to the head most of the time still implies that it did not die. Even if they get popped right in the right in the forehead. Oh, if they get, I thought you meant just, like, hit them with the Oh, no, 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 that's a knockout. No, no, no. Yeah. um, no, I think broadly and generally, he's not killing anybody. Yeah, I, I think we're pretty safe. Like, even at the beginning of the episode when he rammed the car with those forklifts, I'm like, that seemed a little bit reckless, MacGyver. They all you ducked. could really they hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they all ducked. But yeah, okay. another, another, uh, another fantastic episode. Stay tuned next week for MacGyver um, episode three. Really into it so far, and uh, I can just see that this is going to be a great season. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. All right, cameras. Uh, I think it's probably time for our last game of the evening here. I'm sure we've already gone over time. Um, there is no a... time limit, Cam. Good point. Well, I think we've... Uh... What do you want? Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What is time anymore? I don't even know how I wear this fucking watch. Yeah, you wear a watch and you got nowhere to be. Uh, this is the beginning of the end for you, Cam. I think, you know, with your... I'm going to put on like 45 pounds. Wow. If you can put in 45 pounds in six weeks, I will color me impressed. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. No, I'll probably put on a little bit of weight because I can't do anything. Yeah. Not even but just, then I'll just take the dogs I'll, for a walk? Are you allowed to take the dogs for a I walk? Can, yeah, yeah, I think I'm allowed to walk. Once the surgery happens for the first week, I'll probably be like... Out of it, yeah. Out, out of it, but like right now, I can walk around. I'll probably chip some balls in my front yard after. Like I want to clean a little bit the house, then chip some balls in the front yard. Just because I don't know, it's I, that's not like a crazy amount of movement chipping. Mm-hmm. And they told me I can't golf, but I think like what they mean by golf is like don't hit a driver. Yeah, don't go to the right? range. Don't go to the course. Yeah, but I feel like if I just bring my sand wedge out to the park with, like, 50 golf balls and I'm trying to hit it in, like, a hula hoop, I feel like that's fine. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can either listen to the doctor or don't. Those are the two options. Yeah, but, I mean, they're going to fix it anyway, so I, <laughs> they're going in there. Yeah, so if anything, if it's a little bit worse, it's like they're going to fix it anyways. It's not like, what's the worst thing, what's the worst yeah, thing that it, could continue to happen? It's it's like when I know I'm going to get my car washed. It's like, well, don't go down the dirt road. It's like, why? It's getting washed already. That's a good point. That is a good yeah. point, Cam. Just a body. We only get, oh, fuck, we only get one. All right, well, let's keep going to the next thing then, Cam. Uh, headliner Ass Nine, our final game of the evening here, because I'm sure you probably have something to do. Hey, 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 headline, hey, headline, hey, 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 Headline or asinine? Um, apparently I do too somehow, but not really important. Um, Cam, I'm going to kick us off here. It is our segment of the show where we go through the wacky world of news to figure out what is real and what is fake and pitch it to each other to see if we can tell the difference. Cam, headline or asinine, Kentucky School District. Students are dressing up and acting like cats. Oh, God. 
See, I've been saying this for years. We can't let the furries take over. Because as soon as we start normalizing weird-ass fucking behavior, the young people start doing it. And then the young people are doing this weird-ass fucking behavior. Here's some five-year-old who's who uh, is on YouTube sees a convention full of these... And I hear, I'm going to say it, fucking freaks. Dressing up in all sorts of weird furry costumes, fucking sucking each other's weird furry cocks. It is weird. And now that people see it, it's like, well, you can't make fun of them. It's they're, have, they're living their best life. They're being themselves. They're hashtag authentic. No, it's fucking weird. I reserve the... I am American, goddammit. I reserve the right to say that something is fucking weird if it's fucking weird. And yeah, dressing up like a cat. It's pretty fucking weird. There's one day you're allowed to dress up like a cat. It's in October. It's at the end of the month. October 31st, Halloween. The only day you're allowed to dress up like a cat. Put the, you know, little whiskers on. Put a little set of ears on. Whatever. That's great. But now, to think of an entire school district doing it. What confuses me about this are the boys. Like... Boys don't want to dress up like stuff. That's not a thing. They want, right? to, dre- they want to dress up like Brad Pitt. Uh, I, I, <laughs> not even that. You put on your Patrick Mahomes jersey. That's what the kids are into these days. You want to be Patty Mahomes. Um, but to think of like a bunch of boys being like, yo, you know what we're going to do today? What? Let's all dress up like cats. That'll be so cool. Cats, objectively, the, the, the worst of the domesticated animals. I mean, if you're going to dress up like a goddamn domestic, at least dress up like a dog. At least people like dogs. Headline. Sadly enough, this is out of Meade County, Kentucky, um, where they're dealing with this situation. And apparently it's been going on for a while, but gotten a lot worse this year. Uh, As you know to Cam, apparently, this is a quote from a person who remains among us. Uh, grandmother. Apparently, from what I understand, they're called furries. Uh, they identify with animals. These people will hiss you or scratch at you if they don't like something you're doing. So yeah, Cam, it's pretty fucked up. Right. Um, they're told they can't wear Budweiser hats in school, but they can wear ear cats, ear tails, mask, leashes. It doesn't make sense, she added. Um, the superintendent, Mark Martin, says a petition isn't needed. He says the costumes violate school dress code. Uh, so they are kind of doing something about it, but a bunch of kids are like, I'm not really comfortable going to school right now when there's a fucking cat. Well, I'm not going to call it a cat, a fucking weirdo um, that is just bugging me and pretending they're a cat. Yeah, honestly. And that uh, there's a point where it would have to get into the, it would have to start being a problem like in the educational process, right? The teacher's like, okay, what's five times three? And then somebody puts meow. up their, and they're like, meow, everyone putting up their hands like that. When there starts to be a problem where it's like, this is now a problem. Yeah. The kids in the back, like you're telling me I can't vape, but we can have a cat in class. Yeah. So you're not allowed to vape, but you can be a fucking cat. Yeah. Um, like what the fuck's wrong with these kids these days? Right. And TikTok. I feel like every generation says kids these days. But there's what what was the equivalent of the older generation when we were six, seven to ten years old? What was the equivalent of 
We were gambling with Beyblades at the time. Yeah, what was the, what was the equivalent of what adults would say, oh, kids these days? Because you and I are almost 30, I'm almost 30, and we're saying kids these days dressing like cats going to school. People who were 30 back then are saying what? Kids these days playing with little cards and Tamagotchis. You know, fucking yeah. night and day. Very much so. I mean, hell, you know, I mean, hell, you know, if you're allowed to dress like a cat, I want one kid to show up in his Weinstein costume. Why not? Why not? Why the I'm fuck not? I'm an executive on a movie set. That's the new bit. That's the I, new bit. I'm looking for some, some talented young actresses. Do you want to come into my office? I got some good roles. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Is this a, uh, is this a, in preparation of, uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever? Jesus Christ. Know. Okay, Cam, here we go. Fucking kid. Why does this make me mad? Why does yeah, bullshit you get pretty upset that by this. kids do in fucking Kentucky make me pissed off? Oh my god, fucking headline. <laughs> <laughs> that is a headline. Is, it's coming this, 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 it's coming this out is of Rich me. Lim, this is Rich Limbaugh coming in his pizza on Kentucky. Rich Limbaugh here. That's my uh, my 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 Republican alter ego, Rich Limbaugh. Uh, headliner asked I Cam Papa John's founder says he's trying says he's trying to get rid of the N word from his vocabulary. So from what I remember about this guy, he's had quite the last two years, and I think right before the pandemic, he had said, "I will get my revenge," and then the pandemic hit. I'm not saying they're related, but <laughs> goddamn, they were close. Um, I think he also had something that was like 60 pizzas in 60 days or something like that was just like an absurd number of pizzas. Um, I think he is taken uh, separated from the brand because of some racist things that he said. And just by the state of the things that I've heard, this doesn't seem at all out of character. And it's like he's trying to be a better person. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this is like beyond this is like you know, scroll through news and be like, yeah, of course. Headline. Cam, okay, of course this is a headline. A few pieces of it, a few pieces of it stuck out to me though, at least, because this is a story about uh John uh Shanter, who is the who we know as Papa John. You know, of course he's the founder and the former CEO of Papa John's, who um has been trying to stop using the N-word since his very publicly firing uh, more than two years ago, for those uh, who can't remember, back in July of 2018, he was caught on a conference call using the N-word and reflecting on his life growing up in Indiana where people would, quote, drag African Americans from their trucks until they were dead. Uh, earlier this month, um, he, Papa John, was on the far-right network OAN that uh, it's like Fox News on crack. Really? I've never heard of this. Yeah, O-A-N. Is this where Rich Limbaugh broadcast Rich, li Rich Limbaugh! Yeah, it's like even O-A-N thinks Fox News is too liberal. Uh, okay. And uh, where he went on OAN and blaming the left-wing media for dragging him down and said, quote, that he, spent, he has spent the last, quote, and I, I very much so want to emphasize that this is what he said, I've spent the last 20 months trying to get rid of the N-word from my vocabulary and everything time. else. It's a long time to be trying that. <laughs> Almost two years this man has spent trying to stop using arguably the most offensive word 
at least not in the top five. There's your top five cam. Uh, and apparently it's a, yeah, a lot more. Apparently it's a lot more difficult for uh, Papa John than you would have thought. Um, it normally takes me about a week to get a word out of my vocabulary. Like if I go, I'm not going to use the word basically anymore because I don't like it. I'll catch myself two or three times and be like, oh, let's correct that. We're going to use essentially or just remove it. And, two years? And this will like, happen, you know, let's say let's say you, you use the word like too much. Yeah. A lot of people do. And then you try to get rid of it, and then eventually you can't, and you just say to yourself, you know what? Hey, maybe I'm one of those people that just says like, and I just use, I use that word. Whatever. But... <sighs> I'm just curious how about the often, context. Yeah, like, how often yeah. are you using the word that it is so difficult to remove from your vocabulary? It's uh, it's astounding. Um, it was a it was a short May interview. <laughs> he still canceled. <laughs> Who the fuck? Here's cares? an idea. Maybe he just has a bunch of like metaphors that he's like he's a metaphor guy but oh. everyone includes the n-word oh. he's like you know and someone's like well it looks like you a pig and shit right now it's like he just replaces every noun with the n-word right 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 maybe he read a lot of huckleberry finn when he was a young boy and it's hard to get some of that imagery out of his head i don't know yeah who knows it's like uh yeah i'm not even gonna jump into it but yeah i, I mean i think that's the only real way that he has it is he has so many sayings that he's like oh that one also says and people are like did you just say that he's like oh you're right that also has the n-word in it <laughs> and just can't wow. even pick up on it anymore papa john never had it but i heard it's good pizza um this one's a headline that i saw but it's like i just i think this is, is it headline or is it ask nine this was a headline, but I thought it was crazy because I just read it this morning. I was going to bring Wait, it up before. does this count as part of the headline or ask nine? Uh, no, because I just saw it on my headline thing, but I wanted to, we can jump into it after. Um, apparently, this has never happened in MLB expansion history, and it happened last night. A player hidden inside the park home run to pull his team in front in a pitch-hitting situation. That's cool. I love baseball stats I hate because, baseball. well, I just love that. I could have paused at any of those points and it would have been a stat, but then I had to keep going like by a player number wearing number eight. Yeah, baseball baseball is the only one where it's like if you kind of if Toronto. you kinda had like uh like tiers, right? Going yeah. down and you have so baseball, inside the park home run, that's the one tier. Second yeah. tier yeah. on on a Thursday night. Next on a Thursday tier night. for a go ahead weather, run. Yeah. Next tier run. by a pinch hitter. It's but, yeah. The weather was above sixty degrees. Yeah. Next hit. Next pit. Uh, ne inside the park home run. Pinch hitter with no errors on the play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So that that's yeah. That one's a real headline. Anyway. Um. Next headliner asinine cam. Poison. Sorry. Venomous sea snakes. Fuck off. Ad blocker. Allow ads. God damn it. All right. Holy shit. I'm just going to go backwards here. I had it and then it popped up here. All right. Venomous snee snakes. Snee. Oh my God. Jesus venomous Christ. sea snakes are trying to have sex with scuba divers. You need to have fucking surgery on your brain <laughs> too. Do you have a hernia? Good, Do you have a hernia one. in your fucking good skull? One. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. Venomous sea snakes trying to have sex by, down by the seashore. Uh, no. Sea snakes sex with snorkelers, I think would be yeah. the better headline. Uh, <laughs> um yeah well the the ocean is filled with stuff it's filled with uh our trash you know our trash from human beings it's filled with salt it's filled with water 
Um, and it's filled with all sorts of creatures that, uh, you know, we don't know about, probably don't interact with humans too often. And that could be exactly that. One thing that always confuses me, well, what confused me about this is that the human idea of sex and the, I'm sure, sea snake idea of sex are probably two different things. Like, the sea snake, unless, you know, the sea snake, does the sea snake have a little penis that he puts into the, the other sea snake's vagina? Uh, is there foreplay? You know, is is it is it just about sex? Is it purely physical, or is there something about uh, you know, an emotional commitment that has to happen? Right? Is it just is it sex for procreation, or is it just sex for uh, wanting to do it? Because I could certainly see if a sea snake approaches a person and kind of latches onto their arm, it'd be like, oh, they're trying to bang my arm, but they're not. You know, but maybe the sea snake went straight for. Like, you, you know, someone's butthole. And they're like, oh, no, this sea snake's trying to put his little penis into, like, his little snake penis into my butthole. In that case, there'd be unmistakably he's trying to have sex. And if that was also the case, what other things are these sea snakes trying to have sex with? Other fish? You know, is a sea snake trying to wrap itself around a sunfish and try to blow its load into the little sunfish's pussy? I'm not too sure. Um, I'm going to say it's a headline. Yeah, I mean, I kind of gave it away when I said, God damn it, the God ad blockers. Goddamn ad blockers. Yeah. Cam, here's what you do. Read news stories, write them out on a separate Word document, and then you'll be able to, you know, sort of disseminate information a little bit better. Disseminate. Yeah. Hey, sex. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so it's out of Australia. They found a large venomous snake that is kind of coming up to humans and being a little bit frisky. They're wrapping around the leg. Yeah, it's known as an olive sea snake. So they did a study on it. And basically, if any, anytime you're in the ocean around that area between May and August, the humans, sorry, the snakes are male and they're coming in. Uh, they s typically don't really see well with their eyes, but they're using their noses and wrapping around. No one's really too worried about them biting, just more of a curiosity thing and probably a fear-based thing. But yeah, they're, they're, they're getting in there. They're doing a little bit of wrapping up. Then they're realizing that, uh, oh, maybe this isn't uh, a female snake. Doesn't really have any details on how they mate. And uh, today wasn't the day where I was going to look into how uh, these type of snakes ma mate. So that's a headline. Maybe they put their little snake penis into the little snake pussy. I, 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 I assume it's either that or what happens is, um, you know, you have the stork that comes underwater. Of course. <laughs> Okay, Cam, here we go. Headliner asks nine. Uh, couple in California petitioned the state to name their newborn an emoji. I'm surprised this is the first one. I mean, uh, from what I understand, you do have to petition for something like this because I think didn't Elon Musk get his kid's name rejected because it was like, you know, not pronounceable. Um, yeah, it was it was like X Y dash and then a bunch of fucking numbers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's that one rolls off the tongue. Um, yeah, I can see someone trying to do this. Is like, what did you try and do? Is like we tried to do it the poop emoji. Um, what one would they probably choose though? Probably like the big smile. I don't know. Like I feel like the winky face is a little bit too much. Like. That's maybe a little too provocative. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm Cam. It's like, what's your name? It's like, oh. like, oh. sorry, is that a name? You're like, it's complicated. There's a petition out there. Um, I'm sure someone's trying to do it. Could it be for publicity? Maybe. Uh, but do I think it's going to go through? No, because you can't really document that. 
That's a that's asin. There's that's a headline. Cam, that's asinine. I made it up. As you do sometimes. That's the game of the game. That's literally the name of the game. All right, cameras. High school student found to have stolen 22 jock straps from varsity teams. Hmm. Uh, so um, early on in the pandemic, even pre-pandemic, uh, the word on the street was the side hustle. Uber really took advantage of this. Hey, you know, work at work a job and then drive some people around. It's your side hustle. A lot of people have side hustles. I have a friend who uh, restores furniture as a side hustle. You know, you have friends who might work at nine to five and then do something they're passionate about on the weekend. And I think something like this would be no different. If you are passionate about the care and the protection of the human genitalia, why wouldn't you do all you could to spread that uh, message? Right? But you, you know, you got to start with, the, you know, you, if you don't have unlimited funds to do so, you might actually have to start stealing some jock straps. It's just from the school board. It doesn't matter. Steal some jocks, wash them at home, resell them at a markup. I don't know. Use jock. There could be a market. People will can protect their junk. Um, yeah, uh, not many sports. I mean, there's so few sports, I feel, where you actually wear a jock. Uh, like know, hockey is like the one. No, football, um, you don't wear a jock? You don't wear a jock in football. You don't wear a jock in rugby. Uh, you don't wear a jock in basketball. You don't wear a jock in soccer. Like the, the jock strap is really like a hockey kind of thing. I'd be curious how many other sports, you know, where it's kind of, uh, it's normal. Baseball sometimes. Baseball sometimes, I bet. I wonder how many sports, yeah, they actually wear jock straps, um, in all of them. Uh, so this is either the work of a kid working on a side hustle or some creepy perv who just wants to smell them. There's no other two options. Uh, so I'm going to say it's asinine. Yeah, it's asinine. (laughs) Uh, yeah. It could have been either one though, Cam. Okay, ready for your last headline here? Yeah, I was thinking you were going to go on like the weird sexual, like... It's some girl who's like, I love the varsity team. Anyway, blow an ad. Send me it. Send me a. Send me some news. Um. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Headliner asks nine. Two men killed by a train while mourning their brother who was killed by the same train. From what I understand about trains and getting killed by them, it's kind of hard. Especially if it's not like in a subway, if you trip over, yeah. But like if it's on a rail, you feel the train coming from like a kilometer away. The thing starts rumbling. We've all seen the train, We've all seen Stand By Me. We all know how that works. I've never seen Stand By Me, but what? I'll take your word for it. Cam, you know, the, honestly, Cam, I have all the time in Cam, the world. Cam, it's not going on the list. Cam, it's like 92 minutes. It's really good. That's all you need to know. Is it going to make me cry? It might. Yeah. It's it it is it is the penultimate. Uh we know uh old slobs of the show are listening right now. It is the penultimate coming of age story. Like between coming of age, buddy cop and Quentin Tarantino slash other, it is the uh it is the yeah, the benchmark for coming of age. Um, maybe I'll put it on my list for my next seven weeks of uh, recovery. Exactly. Probably not, though. Come um, on! Maybe. I'll think about it. Uh, 
that being said, weirder things happen. I'm just not sure how they could have done it. Like maybe in a car and they were trying to sit in the car and the car got snagged and the doors got locked. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, I'll call asinine this one because I just can't see that. You, like you'd be more careful than that. Asinine. Cam, this one is a headline here for so you. Sad. So this sad. is a story out of North Carolina where 29-year-old Pablo Tequirium, uh and his brother Jose Tequirium, uh, who's 20, um, were walking north on train tracks near Charlotte somewhere around 5.10 a.m. when they were hit and killed by a transit train and were pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, during a press conference, police chief Adam James said that they were there at the scene memorializing their brother, on the one-week anniversary of his death. Uh, one week. Yes. Their brother, Balitzar Tequirium, uh, who was 27, had been driving across the street when he was struck uh, by a train and died. Video evidence shows that the teens were standing on the track when they were laying down candles to pay their respects. So, yes, this happened in the middle of the road. It was a train track going across a road. Um, security cameras and records also show that all safety features, including crossing arms, lights, and horns, were all working correctly. Alcohol is expected to be at play, um, but it might just be a... Who, who knows? I mean, it's still a tragic story. Like, a week after. Week after, so your three kids are... Three of your kids are gone. Yeah. All by a train. All by at the exact same place. Yeah. And do you think... Fuck off, Wasp. Do you think they uh, put a memorial there? Or do you think they're like, maybe this place isn't for us? Yeah, they're like, no more memorials. No, we're going to do a plaque instead. No one light any (laughs) candles. Plaque instead. We're a kilometer away. No trains. But yeah, that is the question. Um, How, you know, you can feel the train rumbling. Were they listening to... Did they have headphones in? But like you they feel said, it. alcohol it's not that you hear is it. like they said, alcohol is expected to be at play. But honestly, they don't know what was going through uh, the boys' minds. Uh yeah, they must have been real fucked up if they didn't notice it. If they're like, let's risk it, just like our brother. I don't know. Yeah, it's just sad. Very All right, weird. well, let's. Uh, well, can we end on a more positive note? Like that feels terrible. Why not? This this, this is a positive. We're playing the game, and I <laughs> won game. it. I, I won, won the game. Oh, good. Cam won. All Thanks right. Thanks for listening. Note. Two season pod here, folks. Remember, rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Two seasonspod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, and uh, tune in next week for inevitably Cam complaining about not being able to leave his house. That's right, folks. Never forget the first hernia surgery was ever done in the 1600s, so they better have fucking figured it out by now. I'm Cam LeClaire signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a